Hello and welcome to the Unspoken Tea Podcast. I'm your host to the most, Panuel MK. And it's your girl, Cheli here. What's popping, guys? Hey, so it's been almost a week, since before we, yeah. before, after, after we recorded the last episode. So by the way, before we start the podcast, Kabisa, thank you guys for always sharing and listening to yeah. chats za popular podcasts za Kenya. Gani? Music, music. Uh, music, music category on yeah. Spotify. Yeah. So thank you guys for always listening and sharing with your friends. Nini nini. Na pia positive feedback. Yeah. So we dive in, Nama. Chelly umekuaje by the this week? Yeah, I've been good. This baridi shit is not ending. I'm still cold. <laughs> the exams too. The exams on the way. Oh my god, it's just a busy week. Wazi. Yeah. So getting into our first segment to word on the street. Mm-hmm. So the very recent one, ni BBI imekuwa cancelled. Yeah. The reggae has been stopped. Wamesema judges wamesema it's unconstitutional. Yeah. And it's definitely unconstitutional. <laughs> okay, we say lay the whole part of law, but it's okay. Ka, it is what it is. At least what you say, Kenya kuna justice, nini, but yeah. at least I kuna some change in all. Yeah. So, kuna any other story kuna yo ivi? Uh-huh. So, Nubiri uh, made mm-hmm. us Kenya proud so much. Mm-hmm. He has been uh, the num- the in in Apple podcast. Yeah, Apple Music. Apple, Apple Music, music yeah. at the podcast. What's wrong with me? It's this baridi confusing <laughs> my life. Oh, ah? yeah. yeah. So n- the number one song because mm. has been running, uh, trending, on the number mm. one sports. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's big for Kenya because mm-hmm. that's like continent, Mzima, Africa. Mm-hmm. We are doing good, Simba. But so, bad, Because yeah. the next person on the list is Uko number 20-something. Yeah. So we need at least what we are on the top 10. Now, yeah. at least, talk on influence in the... Excuse Kenyan music, Bana. Kenyan music. Yeah, you know, see, you know, to The more it, we listen, the more we... Ata watu shanga. Why is this thing so hitting? Because mm. we have to vibe with our own thing. With our own stuff. But you know, I have a story that radio. Mm-hmm. Mviri aki, aki pigiwa, aki, aki yeah, umizo. yeah, so... I guess most of this story <laughs> tutongia kwa the other segment, tracing our roots. So, Madam Boss, mm-hmm. pia amekuwa on the, the headlines this week. Yeah. Forbes ilitoa list ya top, ilikuwa top 20, uh-huh. most rich artists in Africa. Yeah. Madam Boss was number 15. Hey. She's not Madame Boss at Kelele. Kelele. It's not Kelele, <laughs> my uh, guy. She, uh, she was the only Kenyan on the list. That, that's so nice. Mm. Like, this week, I feel like... <sighs> yes. And then, yeah. again, uh, Larry Mado has transferred from BBC to CNN. Uh-uh. And then Nini is in Kenya. Uh-uh. So, I have a story. Yeah. Okay, I have a story. story ama ni transfer to transfer. Yeah. I have a balance job. Zama. No. Ah, ilikuwa tu okay, ametransfer but ni big move juu unatokaje a, a big a big TV station to yeah. another big TV station si ndio? Yeah, it's yeah, like no he just like I don't know. Alafu plus nikaa narudi Kenya. Eh, ni ndio ndio jukuri. CNN but as a Nairobi correspondent. Ni wana si ametransfer it's like when you are doing this job at 
ulikuwa una apply nyingine so ikakamivo he still in the job lakini akapata job nyingine but now the nini is in Nairobi sana he can work from Nairobi so itakuwa inaonyesha CNN corresponding from Nairobi so people are excited because this can be a big move for Kenya that means anapeleka stories za Kenya out sunana So it's a good move not bad. Yeah, yeah. I'm working way up there with it. Yeah. So usidani ni iwiki sidani ka kuna mastori mingi nimesikia. Ni Daridi tu. Again, Daridi himself. Yeah. What his daughter? That billion gang. That billion gang. Obio. Obio. The baddest. My guy, he bought a Range Rover for his daughter. Okay, that's not Big 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 but the daughter is six, six years, years old. old. <laughs> that's now where he changed the game. Yeah, that's now news. Eh? Yeah, that's now news because <laughs> But Nelewa, atakuwa akitaka oh that I want to go for ice cream or something. Chukua shofa and very fast <laughs> yeah, yeah. Eh, this life. Anyway, the good fact ako ako present kwa life yam to you hard. Yeah, that, that's really nice. Yeah. So kuto ni baridi baridi manze sadi Baridi sije venye natufanya lakini we shall conquer we shall, we shall conquer, <laughs> we shall conquer. <laughs> so moving on to on to today's topic yeah topic ya leo ilikuwa love your scars and okay love your scars pia is scars ni scars like literally scars na pia scars zingine unajua see si visible yeah so pia love yourself okay ni ni topic to yourself love and stuff Yeah. So we have we had a guest mwenye alishiana sisi story yake anaitwa Bena. Mm-hmm. So you'll hear her story after this short break. Yeah. Go listen to her and then you start to turn after that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um so fun with The first question how did i cope with the negative comments yeah or feelings from inside well at first it was very hard i can say having a very strong support system which was my family my friends um yeah especially my classmates my parents especially my dad he was always there every time um i was going in for um dressing my mom used to take me my dad always he was always there to hold my hand because these were very painful sessions um then i also had to see a counselor who helped me like address my issues um then um from inside it is like very hard especially because everywhere you go people are looking at you like ulifanya ulifanya but they won't ask you but inside you know that that's the question they are dying to ask you for for example like the first day when i came from hospital um we brought pizza and other things so as to make my brother like not afraid of how i'd look because he hadn't seen me since i was admitted in hospital yeah so it was the first time he was going to see me and because he's a kid The first time like he saw me he went like Bena when is this tangu nakupenda lakini unanishtua like he's a small kid but like he's honest so 
unlike other people who not tell you what they really see when they look at you he was open and i knew that was what other people were seeing even though they were telling me ah don't worry you look fine it will all come back yeah at the end of it all i had to come back and tell myself that bena you in this there is no way you wake up tomorrow and find that it has all disappeared like this is a challenge god has given you you have to face it so that you can be a better version of yourself or what god wants you to be because god only gives you challenges that he knows you can face so you have to also be strong especially within yourself look for quotes do things that make you happy just you have to keep yourself going because for example when i went to school my family wasn't there my friends let's say weren't there but my class was very supportive of me and even when they had rumors of other people talking that oh bena has bleached herself that's why all of a sudden she comes to school and yeah her face is looking so bad and all so my classmates were really there for me they always used to hold my hand but also my parents used to call as frequently as possible um yeah but it has to come from within you will cry you will wish it didn't happen to you like a lot of things will happen but you have to be there for yourself you have to know that even if you die you're the only one who'll die and everyone else will mourn yes but they'll continue you'll be left there alone six feet under so even if you you're thinking maybe suicide or something of the sort like you should just brush those thoughts off because you have to go on and god only gives you things that he knows can be used even as um testimonies for other people so you have to be strong especially within yourself yeah um so to people who have scars and you don't like them or you leave your life behind your scars um what is a scar a scar um it is something that reminds you that you have been hurt before and that wound has been closed so it means that you conquered that pain you learned a lesson and you grew strong you grew actually stronger and you moved forward a scar is a tattoo of triumph to be proud of actually it's not like the way people go put tattoos on themselves yours is there and you like underwent so much pain and you should be proud of it because at the end of the day you remember that you conquered that pain all by yourself no one was there yes people may be there surrounding you but let me ask you a question are they the people who carry that those wounds for you no are they the ones who feel the pain maybe every time you go for dressing or something of the sort no they are not the ones who carry the wounds for you so yes they may be there for you they may be a strong support system but at the end of the day you went through the pain alone yeah so you should be proud of it so don't allow your scars to hold you hostage or make you live in fear for example my hands um they have scars and all and i remember the first time i went to school i i was afraid of what people will say and all so i used to wear long sleeves and a scarf around my face so that yeah people don't see yes they know what happened but they don't have to actually be confronted by the sight of 
hear my scars. But right now, um, the way I feel is that actually I don't have that fear of people seeing my scars. Right now, I walk out, I have short sleeves, I walk around sleeveless tops, and people are looking at me like, huh, what happened, what happened? But at the end of the day, you have to learn that you can't actually let your scars decide your dress code. You can't let your scars ruin your life in such a way that they um, make your um, confidence, yeah, that they make your confidence actually be demeaned. You have to stand up for yourself because at the end of the day, maybe you didn't actually expect or anticipate for this to happen. So you still have to live the life you've always expected to live. Yeah. So don't allow your scars to hold you hostage or to live in fear because of your scars. Yeah. So you can't make your scars disappear. That's one thing. Like you can't. There's no amount of, I don't know, lotion, bio oil, what, what, what you'll apply so that your scars actually disappear. Yeah, you can do concealer, you can do all these things, they are there. But at the end of the day, you're living a lie. Why live a lie? Actually, the people who take you for you with your scars, those are the people who are actually meant to be in your life. So, um... You take your scars as they are. Don't hide them. There's no way you can change what happened to you. So just take your scars as they are. But if there's one thing you can change is the way you actually see them. Don't see them as scars that hold you back or something of the, of the sort. Make your scars always remind you that you are so strong. Like they should be a sign of your strength. You went through all this yeah, pain and all. And at the end of the day, you conquered. So make them, like, see them as a sign of your strength and not pain. Every day you wake up, look at yourself in the mirror, and you should actually see yourself that, yeah, I'm a conqueror. I did this. Yeah. So, personally, my scars remind me that I did survive my deepest wounds. Like, never in my life would I have expected something to happen of the sort to me but at the end of the day it reminds me that i am stronger than i actually think then they also remind me the damage that life has inflicted on me but in the same way like not in the same way but in many ways it has left me so strong like this the way i'll anticipate life's challenges and everything um, it's not the same way I think I would have without the scars because I know that I am stronger than I actually think. Yeah. So to all those people who um, are afraid of living with scars or something of the sort, um, just be proud of them. Walk with your head held high and don't let anyone tell you anything because they weren't there. They didn't go through the pain with you. You were alone. So fight 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 go for what you want don't let your scars hold you down yeah keep going um so what happened to me so that i could actually get my scars um uh back in 2019 uh we had just closed school it was actually five days after we closed that time i was in form three yeah so I had a lot planned for that holiday, considering it was two months. 
that particular day i was actually from seeing my mom at work and uh, we were to go see my sister um the following day because she was she was going to class eight so they were remaining in school for tuition for yeah two weeks so um she sent me yeah she sent me to actually bring chicken so that we could start cooking so we put it in a pressure cooker with the house help and yeah i came upstairs and i was busy doing my things after a couple of hours when the house girl actually called me and she was like bena um na anataka kuweka ginger na nini na nini kwa kuku so kama unifungulie pressure cooker nimetoa pressure weka mfungue so i trusted her I actually knew that to make an eye for long nini nini you you see the way you actually just throw caution to the wind so I walked downstairs with her and went outside where the pressure cooker was and I was like umetoa pressure and she's like yeah nimetoa so na na inama naona yenyewe ilikuwa imetry kubajiwa like she tried to open it so me too nikainama nikasquat I actually squatted in front of the pressure cooker and yeah i i opened it throwing caution to the wind i have cooked with the pressure cooker before so many times like my mom actually trusts me more to cook with it so it was so unexpected there was steam in the pressure cooker and now the the water that was boiling so yote kanimwagikia kwa mikono kwa uso and all of us i just screamed and I had a chiffon black top on so because we live in our own compound I really wasn't even thinking straight so nikatoa the top yeah and then nikitoa nikaona like nyama inatoka na nguo and then I just freaked out nikapanda juu nikachukua simu then when you nakunjanga mkono ukekelea like simu kwa kwa masikio i was trying to call my mom um she didn't pick up nikitoa mkono naona nyama ya inside ya juu imelalia hapa chini that is my right hand and that is when i knew like wa this is serious so nikaenda nikakimbia kwa shower cuz again nikaanza ku notice from my mirror that like my skin is sagging off saya uso like my skin is sagging off and i was like what so nikakimbia kwa shower nikaiseti kwa maji baridi niko kwa shower and i'm just like god please don't do this please don't do this to me sezi kwa nimechomeka unajua venye nimepangia hii holiday nini 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 god sezi kwa nimechomeka like you get like in that moment i was like this can't be real so Niki nikipanguza uso like you know the way you can touch your, your face like when water is dripping um nikashika uso naona nyama inabaki kwa mikono and i knew okay like it is bad so nikatoka i sent the house help and kwa one of our neighbors who's a doctor and akamwambia kuja anisaidie or something so nikiangalia kwa balcony naona house helper kuko nje she was just calling her people like she was from Uganda so she was calling her people telling them venye amechoma mtoto wa boss wake and all so 
I got pissed. Nikashuka chini kwa freezer, nikachukua maminji, nini, anything that was frozen because I was actually a sinjona. Nikachukua vitu zime freeze, nikaanza tu kujiekelea, nifanye first aid mi mwenyewe because now I knew it is me mwenyewe nijisaidie uo mtu akai kunisaidia. Then I started calling my mom again, she's not picking because she was at work. So my dad again had traveled so i knew even if i call him it's not like it would really make a difference so he started calling my aunts who live around my uncles then one of them picked up she's called aunt pauline so she picked up and she was like benanini may happen bono no ngevo then i explained to her what had happened then she's like okay where to kapo tuwani nani atafika wakwanza so she started calling the others whatsapping them um yeah texting them in the whatsapp group and all saying whoever is nearest afike araka anipeleke hospitali that is when i tried again calling my mom and she picked up and then i'm like mom nimechomeka na pressure kuka we kuja usiulize maswali mingi we tukuja and then akanza kuniuliza umechomeka nkamwambia mom acha kuniuliza maswali mingi we kuja so she came kukuja like anapata vitu zimemwagika uko nyuma akajua ka vitu ideas zijokotwa things are bad. So akaingia kwa nyumba ananipata like na kavest TV na short cuz even my knee had been burnt. So I'm like mom chukua card twende hospitali. And then like she's like ebu just try try to change or something. Nichukue a few things cuz having inaona utalazwa hosi. So tukachukua vitu kadha kadha hivi then she rushed me to a dispensary nearby cuz with the pain singefika hospitali cuz we live in Membli and we wanted to go to avenue in parklands so alazma ngenipeleka kwanza dispensary where nilifanywa first aid which was so painful cuz uh, like they hadn't induced any medicine on me in me like to actually stop the pain or something so they were just rushing being fasted so that the wounds don't get any infection so they were just like ripping my skin throwing it in the dustbin and you're actually seeing all this like they're ripping your skin unaona too pink imebaki na ma yeah and you can't you you actually traumatized but there's nothing you can do they have to actually do it so after painkillers imanza kufanya kazi that's when we rushed to avenue um then dio, by that time my aunts wengi wao walikuwa wamefika my uncles a few of them cuz even my mom couldn't drive sasa i have kukaa nyuma na mimi cuz she was also so shocked yeah so tukakana yeye hapo nyuma we drove all the way to parklands kufika nikadmitiwa then i asked one of the nurses nakaka nitaka husi how long and then she just told me staki kukuadibia um, your enthusiasm and all but venye mnaka this will be a long painful process and that is when like it started hitting me like oh my god by the way um inaka tukuka yeah so that night that night when they left me um i was fine i was actually doing my own things yeah but in the morning when i woke up i couldn't see with one eye like they they had actually let the heat that had burnt me to um burn whatever it was burning like that is the new um medical med- medical something they use so um they let um the heat burn all the way extensively so 
when I wake up, I have blisters all over, like they're just swollen. Then my eyes, I can't see with one of them. And I knew, okay. So that whole day, that was on, I got burnt on a Thursday. So on Friday, the whole day, I was just being induced painkillers because of the pain and a lot of water because of losing water due to the burns. Yeah. Then by the end of that day, I couldn't move my hands. I couldn't see with both my eyes. And yeah, that I knew, I knew that it is going to get worse. So the next day, I was moved to theater for scrubbing so that they can uh, get rid of all the dead skin and uh, yeah, start dressing my wounds. Yeah. So um, theater, I met Dr. Lois Kahoro, who is very, she's a specialist actually in bands and the likes. So she was actually good to me. They asked me if they could shave my hair and I just couldn't think of how hideous I already looked how I look without hair. So I told them, please just don't shave my hair. Yes, it was actually free hair. And now because of the water, everything that had happened, yeah, it just looked so bad. So after theater, they had put a huge bandage on my face, like all around my face, so I couldn't see. Um, they were just spaces like for breathing. And I am the one who had to request them to just um, cut through the bandage so that at least I could see. That is when um, an ophthalmologist who was also there told me that um, my eyes had also been burnt to some extent. So there was a possibility I couldn't see without them until maybe theater. Uh, I go for theater again. I go to theater again for my eyes again because they had also been burnt. So. Um, I just still insisted on telling them that there's no way my mom could have come and everyone else, there's no way they could have come um, this far. And I just don't see what they have wore or something of the sort. Like, I was enthusiastic because I just didn't want to believe it was happening. So they cut the space for their eyes. Yeah. And um, everything was fine. My parents were feeding me before they left during visiting hours. The nurses were very good to me. Um, they were the ones who actually had to clean up after me everything because I couldn't move my hands. Um, I was just staying in bed. Um, then because of the open wounds, even through the bandages, they were just leaking. So most of the time they had to come change my beddings because you find like they are all soggy because of the water that is already being... Um, Put into my body through drip yeah then um so that was on saturday sunday monday then tuesday they were to take off the bandages so that they could do the fast dressing and assess the wounds if they were doing fine so on that particular day the surgeon dr lois again was to come early in the morning on a tuesday but the whole day she was engaged, so she actually came, I remember it was around midnight when no one was actually there and she'd actually forgotten that she was to see me. So when she came, I was so happy because I was like, okay, yes, ni mechomeka, but I'm sure it's not that bad. So she started with opening my hands. So she opened my hands and I was like, okay, kumbe zinakavi baivi, but anyway, I'm sure my face doesn't look this bad. So um, 
she was just opening telling me stories there yeah and uh, so i was eager to see my face so when she was done with her hands she moved to my face and then she started saying kumbe difference yetu na wazungu inakuanga tu ingozi ya juu kumbe ndani tu tunafanana so me i wasn't getting what she was actually saying so me I'm just laughing with her there so when they had actually left because i was in my own private room i walked into the washroom and there was a mirror so i looked at my face and i was like are you sure that is me because there is no way in all my lifetime i could imagine that i look that hideous so she she yeah she left i was alone and i didn't even have the strength to cry i just looked in the mirror and asked like out loud bena kwapo like are you inside there cuz you want to run away like from this hideous thing that is staring back at you f- in the mirror but you can't it is you you have to bear it so i went back limping onto my bed and i took my phone and i started texting everyone who'd actually come to see me and i told them that they were all liars that they had told me that i look better that i was fine yeah like i just put up my heart to them and i told them not to even bother come see me again cuz i'd given up so um the next day um i refused to eat in the morning the doctor who was doing um regular checkups in our ward um came he was called dr gitonga and he was tried talking to me tried cheering me up i didn't talk to him um the nurses who are like my really good friends they also tried to like force me to eat i didn't eat or something like i was just so down and so like what i didn't know was that the whole time my parents had actually arrived early in the morning at around 7 um cuz they were, like all of them were frightened by the message i had sent them that evening so um they came and they were just seated there outside our ward and um they were they were trying to come and talk to me but wanafika karibu adiwao wana breakdown because they have seen me but i haven't seen them so i would didn't know that they were there even them they know that this is so hard on me but they have to be strong for me but they are also my parents and they are also like asking god why this had to happen to their child but at the end of the day my dad came and immediately i saw him open that door i cried my heart out i think i've never cried that much i cried and he was just like my daughter don't worry will be with you the whole way it doesn't matter vinyunaka nini nini we are here for you so yeah i think that day they came they cheered me up gradually and i think i just accepted that that is me so slowly slowly yeah i got used to my hideous face and uh, the next dressing was on the day that i was actually leaving the the hospital so um that morning dr lois came and i thought it was the normal dressing like she just comes removes the uh, bandages and then redresses them <laughs> i didn't know so she came 
and then she she had like um a pair of forceps something of the sort um and she started like scraping off the dead skin that was on my wounds like you see the way um you can have a wound and then another layer starts forming on top of it like to protect the wound itself so they remove that layer to make sure that your nerves are actually working so i didn't know i was so happy that day i was going home i had even packed everything i was just waiting to be discharged but now when she walked in and she's like um we do the dressing then she started with my left hand and i saw what she was doing it was so painful and they don't administer painkillers because they have to know that your nerves are working so um they administered um the uh, the painkillers after the scraping which was so painful though it wasn't on my face it was just on both my hands yeah so i went home and um people were afraid to actually even see me you just see that they they come they're like but you can see deep in their eyes that they actually don't mean it they are telling you this just to because that is what they expected to tell you but you can see in their eyes like they are doubtful that it will ever come back yeah like i sort of understood them and through even the counseling that i was undergoing i expected it but from let's say people like my siblings i knew it would be a huge shock to them because one my sister didn't even know that i had got burnt because she was in school for tuition um then there was my brother who'd actually um just see me rush to hospital and he hadn't been told anything else so when i came home um it was so hard on my brother and um, my sister let's just say that she's a hardcore so she she just maneuvered through her feelings yeah and slowly we walked the journey yeah um so my entire experience it has helped me grow in so many ways but majorly it has especially helped me um with my relationship with god because honestly i couldn't have done it without him is the one who knows why he chose me to carry those scars um yeah and i had to accept them and carry them as they are and you know it only comes from god that inner peace yeah and accepting yourself and then um, my bond also with my family members it actually increased because they were so like a hundred percent supportive they always used to pop in anytime just come check on me um also my friends especially my classmates like it helped me to know who my friends were especially my real friends because you know the way we say like you have friends for cliche or something of the sort um yeah my entire experience just came to actually show me who my cliche friends were who my real friends were yeah and uh, it also helped me to grow as an individual uh, personally to face challenges every day as they come because you don't know you have you may have plans but god has others for you and as a human being it's up to you to actually accept them as they are and keep going yeah just keep going no matter what just pick yourself up and keep going yeah um 
So the person who inspired me the most to be passionate um, about my scars is one lady by the name Bilha. Uh, Bilha was a friend to one of the parents in our class, um, a lady by the name Mama Victoria. So they, they were friends and when um, it was announced in the group that one of um, their daughters had got banned, um, Mama Victoria made it her own duty that every day whenever she went to work she'd always come to see me no matter what she'll always come like she had to make time to always come so like she remembered one of her good friends who'd been burnt a few days before she she was due to deliver her child so she got burnt on a sunday and she was due to deliver on wednesday so it was a very traumatizing experience for her because she had to give birth through CS. Um, then hers was actually burns due to oil. Like she was, she had put oil on the gas to cook chips for her other kids uh, on a Sunday. Then hell went loose and the oil burned her uh, all over from like her face, her chest, her tummy like her legs and everything so when mama victoria came with her at first i was so shocked because when she shows you her pictures of which i'll send um when she shows you her pictures and you look at the woman who's standing in front of you at that particular time again she was expectant with another kid um like it was a testimony literally you're seeing it with your own eyes so the way she used to inspire me tell me every day that you know what Bena, you'll you'll do this like mine was worse but imagine you you you're actually young so your skin will actually regenerate faster than mine so yeah bill her uh, shout out to her she's like my biggest inspiration throughout this journey yeah and she continues to be my biggest inspiration yeah So on what I would like to do and help those people with scars, um, as we speak, I'm in the process of um, registering an NGO um, by the name uh, Beyond My Scars. It's a project um, of which uh, we try and inspire people with scars. Um, it's inspired especially by my own experience. And what I actually want out of that project of mine is to reach as many people with scars who aren't comfortable already with their own scars, not just people who've been burned, but even car accidents, amputations, any sort of scars, domestic um, abuse, anything at all, at all, anything that has left anyone with a scar. Yeah, 
and just walk that journey with them and to stop um stigmatization on people with scars you know the way you see someone with a scar on their face and you're like hmm she's ugly we can't give her a job at the reception it's not her choice to actually have that scar on her face so such cases is what we also want to stop um then we also want to provide financial support to those people who can't afford to actually get their wounds um taken care of for example you see when you get burnt and you don't go through the proper procedure you your scars actually um form a sag like a sagging like um formation that leaves you maybe mobile you can't do things by yourself so we actually want to yeah provide support for those people who can't afford to have their wounds and scars properly taken care of and also um provide counselors to talk to them so that they can be comfortable with their own selves then maybe we can yeah we can also work with makeup and fashion lines to help survivors um to be confident with it again with with themselves and especially with the scars in such a way that their mode of dressing their mode of presentability um will not be them behind the scars i mean yeah won't be them behind the scars but rather them wearing the scars and being proud of them um yeah so we also want to work with the fashion lines and maybe makeup lines yeah and then um for those who have been disabled permanently um by the bands or something of the sort um we also want to provide equipments um that are well suited for them to make their lives easier and more accessible yeah without the help of other people because you know it also makes person feel a bit dehumanized so yeah so we hope that my organization will be established yeah so that we can reach as many people as possible and go global here yeah. welcome back after the short break hope you've learned uh, some few things from dena and her story and all what she's trying to do about what were my accidents fire accidents and stuff wakapata scars so okay generally topic yaleo ilikuwa tupende our scars so physically kuna kuna hiyo feeling unaweza pata ya you are walking properly ukapata road accident you yeah. lose one leg unaona mm. kitu ilikufanyikia you don't have your eyes sai mamkono yeah. ama maybe uko na body parts fit but your skin tone sai haiko fit juu ya scars yeah. unashanga santa ntani ntaprochaje ntaprochaje yeah. watu wako in the public kuna story mm-hmm. hadi mamangu alikuwa ananipea nikiwa mtoto ilikuwa ngaya dem flan so walikuwa alikuwa na wako kwa hosi so kuna dem flan wakiwak naye alikuwa anapenda sura yake sana yeah. like stories za makeup nini yeah. beauty beauty so kuna time kuli kulitokea fire sijui ilikuwa ni generator flani lilipuka kama ni nini Mm. So fire ikatokea kwa hosi ikapata huu una ilikuwa i guess a nurse mm. ikampata akachomeka ngasura So like unaona venye watu kwa fire watu ushtuka na wanakimbia yeah. na wanakimbia like wanna thank god i'm still alive unaona yeah. Udemi nasemekana yeye alikuwa anakimbia akisema oh my face oh my face unaona yeah. So ina mancha mtukao hiyo after hiyo fire 
ilikuwa ngumu sana so, approach yeah. the public juu time to fire ilitokea yeah dia kufikiria ku, ku save her own life yeah alifikiria yeah. the face na face yake ni ukweli ilikuwa imechomeka chomeka saa story guys ndo okay we were to do a photo shoot with bena tutaize post on our instagram page dance spoken tea podcast mone like your transition from time alipata accident akiwa hosi yeah time akiwa na hizo scars and stuff yeah. na mpaka saive nyako mm. so mtaona tu and okay ni jani me personally siwezi sema ni understand sana juu yeah. miss jaypata accident but najua ni kitu inaweza umamsee sana jupia me time kipata accident skin tone yangu ichomeke obvious kutembe in public ni weird juu kila mtu anakuangalia hata kama mtu akujudge kuna venye ni center of attraction utakuona yeah. feel awkward yeah. na si eti ulizaliwa hivyo unajua kitu ulizaliwa so, naye nafika mahali unazoea yeah. but so, hii ni kitu ulikushazwa kukaa venye ulikuona kadem sahi huko nini so hey, as for me mm. this was a very hard topic eh like hadi ujui venye utaitako eh, like you told me let's do this i was like okay wow yeah. nimezoea ku kukukue kelele watu naambia venye kuko venye kutenda but to me i think sasa nikakuja ku rethink this is more of self love it's more of the it's a fight of the mind more than the scars in your physical because ukisha settle with yourself like okay ni imefika hapa but now i have to move on i won't stuck in this nini ni kwa stagnant to like a cry over this or i feel bad mm-hmm. and i think the other thing you sekaya mepitia vitu kaizo fata ni you follow people who yeah. inspire you yeah. on the social media kuna watu wame go through there's this chile mm-hmm. I, i'll leave the link somewhere i don't know but kwa i will yeah there's this kwa instagram page not instagram yeah. sachik who, who does uh, makeup yeah and then like alichomeka ali hana nywele yeah. literally and everything mm. but she find alipata through that akapata her career mm. these days she does things about makeup mm. hair and like she doesn't even have nywele mm. you know just for a woman mm. nywele venye mm. ni urembo mm. that's like every let's say atalizaliwa hivyo some accident will happen so, yeah. i know it's hard siezi kwa kwa hiyo position ya kusema how had it is but yeah. at least go try find those people who you find inspiring read their stories mm. and find something unjo ki find peace in yourself yeah, yeah. no hata watu wengine watakwambia it won't bother it you because pia wewe will find the peace within yourself scars ingine si lazima kwa scars physical yeah and then we have emotional scars yeah traumas from childhood nini loss of the zile vitu pia tulikuwa tunaongelea last week vitu tu hizo za gender based violence yeah those things, so zingine, all those things emotional ama yeah. mtu alirepiwa yeah. no, kwa sura yake yeah. but hiyo ni kitu anatembeanga nao na anaifeel yeah. Exactly. Yeah. so i think the center is self self love yeah. strip yourself yani wanasemanga in order for you to get over your fear it's to face it yeah go look in the mirror start loving yourself the way you are yeah. tafuta products zitakusaidia to Mwaji. make you feel more confident mm. and soon i i know it won't take see it won't take some time but once you get there mm. you're good to go 
So thank you guys for listening up to this point. So that was our today's episode. Mm. So thank you by the way, Tana, kwa wale wasiusikiza, me at this expect you we are still in season 1 to episode 7. Yeah. Na tumefika tunaweza tuko kwa chats za Spotify saa. Inaonyesha kuna some improvement inaendelea. Yeah. And so much so much things will come. Ukumbele pia mtajionea tu. Yeah. So thank you for those who are sharing. Keep sharing, guys. Uh, we don't take it for granted. Ooh, yeah. I'm even shocked. Because <laughs> like, when I saw mm. Anchor, uh, 300 plays, uh, Spotify, 200 plays, I was like, yeah. if I put this 500 guys in one, in one place, uh, what, are, what will I tell you? Jovi has to ask Anchor, see you to ask Spotify. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I could get it. Ju eh hizo ni good numbers yani hadi hadi yeah. ukichukua tu ya only one platform yeah. wase tu so hadi sasa tukiamba tuwapikie chakula tuwezi wapikie unaona yeah. na wase wanaweza jaza a whole somewhere True. so tuko tuna appreciate your love appreciate, yeah. so much eh, so, so much. for any comment or opinion mnaweza ni follow on instagram at panelmk or the podcast at the unspoken tea podcast Yeah and also if you have some topics you feel like you need to get other views from other people yeah. you can use those many handles mm. utuambie and also ukienda kwa link ya kuna kilink kwa bio link in bio ya unspoken tea podcast the unspoken yeah. tea podcast on instagram kuna hadi website so unaweza kwa website website uko chini kabisa iko na place unaweza andika reviews zako kuhusu the podcast Unaweza bado sikiza podcast na the website. Yeah. So unaweza chadi comments nini topic yeah. next tunataka tufanye and we'll get the information. Yeah. Okay. Till next time. See you.